I want you to call and read again. Um, Sirach, we're starting at verse 23. The book of Sirach, a book of Ecclesiastes in the, in the Apocrypha, chapter 30 and verse 23. Love thy own soul mm-hmm. and comfort thy heart. Comfort thy heart, deal with your mental health. Remove sorrow far from thee. Find remedies, find um, um, coping steps to remove that sorrow from you. Read. For sorrow hath killed many. How do you know, folks, you, you, you can die from depression. You can die from stress. You can die from worrying. That's not make-believe. That's common. That, that happens all the time. Read. And there is no profit therein. Ain't no profit in that. Ain't no profit in that, brother. Ain't no profit in that, sister. Read verse 24 from Watch this. Envy and wrath uh, shorten the life. Envy and wrath shorten the life. Envious of somebody. Hating somebody. Angry at somebody. That's not benefiting you. It's going to shorten your life, brother. It's going to shorten your life, sister. Holding the grudge. Being bitter. Got to overcome it. Your family needs you. Your spouse needs you. The nation needs you. Read. And carefulness bringeth age before the time. And that carefulness going to worrying, stress, depression. It brings age before the time. How many of y'all know? It's the thing. Um, I, I don't know if they all said everywhere else. I know in Chicago. We we can look at certain folks and, and and say a person can say, hey, I'm 25 years old, but they look like they're 45. We say what? Damn, the streets messed you up. What does that mean? The streets messed you up. That means the things that a person went through, we can see it. You, 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 you look older. You don't look the way a person should look at your age. Oh, we say life doesn't get a hold to you. It might be some other terms in, 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 in other places. You know what I mean? So read that verse 24 for me one more time. We don't move on. Envy and wrath shorten the life, and carefulness bringeth age before the time. So we have to be mindful. Hey, you know what? And I want to bring up the next forefather, um, next, our greatest, our most greatest forefather that dealt with depression. That we never want to acknowledge is what it was. You know what? Another thing that brings folks into depression. Give me Baruch real, real quick. This Bible, like I said, this when we started earlier, it says um, those things written for a time was written for our learning. It talks about patience and comfort of the scripture. How you find comfort? Because you read things that relate to you. You read things that you thought was only individually and unique to you. You find out that this has been going on for a long time, way before you was here. And since it was going on way back then, and you're here today, that means a lot of folks went through stuff and overcame it. And kept living. And thrived. You can thrive too, brother. You can thrive too, sister. Now, look at this, Baruch, real quick. I want you to read for me, Baruch. I want Baruch chapter 3. 
All I want is verse 8 and 9. I want to highlight this real quick. The book of Baruch, of chapter 8, chapter 3 and verse 8. Behold, we are yet this day in our captivity, Mm -hmm. where thou hast scattered us. So, yes, we are still in captivity. I know a lot of folks, you know, I know you're making your money, you got business, um, you're an entrepreneur, and so forth and so on. You got all these businesses, you're doing it big. Black girl magic. Um, is it black boy magic? I don't think they have black boy. I, 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 uh, the, the black man just kill us and, and, <laughs> and bad. But we got black girl magic popping all over the earth. We got big things popping, little things stopping, right? But it says, Behold, yet this day we are in our captivity, that thou scattered us for reproaching the curse. Read on. And to be subject to payment. And to what? And to be subject to payment. And to be what? And to be subjects for to payment. What is that talking about? It's talking about bills. <laughs> One thing that could bring on depression, especially now during during this um pandemic and recession, <clears throat> is bills. Everything up. <clears throat> Your money was barely um um making it happen before. It's totally out of whack now. That's another thing that could bring on stress. Can bring on depression. Not having it, having lost this, having lost that. But it was mentioned before in the Bible. A part of being in, in, in captivity, you you Israelite, you black man, black, you 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 don't be subject to payments. You don't have bills. You don't have things go up that you don't know how it's going up. Everybody going up. Food going up. Insurance is going up. Everybody is going up on stuff. Except your check. Those things can bring on depression. Be stressed out. How you don't make ends meet. It's not uncommon. Everybody going through it. We have to be positive and know that we're going to overcome, we're going to survive it. Right? But um, read read um, that whole verse for me. I don't want to leave, leave it off. Behold, we are yet this day in our captivity where thou hast scattered us for a reproach and a curse and to be subject to payment according to all the iniquities of our fathers which departed from the Lord our God. Uh-huh. Here, Israel, the commandment of life. Here, Israel. That's who we are. The Lord said, hey, listen up. You princes and princesses of the power, you Israelites, the commandments of life is, and, and do what? Give ear to understand wisdom. And understand this wisdom. Understand that you don't go through, that's a part of the journey that's before you. Some of our greatest forefathers and foremothers suffered depression. Let me let me let me jump to it real quick. I gotta jump to our most greatest forefather. Give me the book of Mark. Mark chapter fourteen. 
let me look at it to see where I want you to start at. Um, the Book of Mark, chapter thirteen. Give me verse. Give me um verse one and two. Then and then we don't jump. The Book of Saint Mark, uh, chapter thirteen, and verse one. And as he went out of the temple, one of his disciples said unto him, Master, see what matter of stones and what buildings are here. And Jesus answered, saying, said unto him, Seest thou these great buildings? And there shall not be left one stone upon another that shall not be thrown down. So can we tap our most greatest and famous forefather? Jesus the Christ. And please don't jump down my throat about Jesus. We already know Jay wasn't created. We know it. Got it. Understand it. We're using it because that's the term we see right here, and that's the common name that, that our people have learned to um, acknowledge and understand him by. All right? But we do have the, the, the greater understanding on that. All right? So, but nonetheless, can we tap on the shoulders for a second? our greatest forefather of all times, the most famous. He was so famous, his identity had to be, had to be stolen. Other folks had to pop up and say, I'm him. That guy. Jesus the Christ. I want you to jump. Y'all do, 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 do. Would y'all, do y'all think Christ Ever suffered depression before I move forward? Help me out real quick. Don't 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 be afraid to utilize the chat. This is a safe space. And we is learning right now. I want to make sure that I'm not zooming past everybody. Everybody ain't catching this. Our Lord and Savior who died for the nation of Israel. Did he suffer depression? Did he suffer depression? I know, um, I'm, I'm hoping that when you think upon our Lord and Savior, you're not thinking of passion of Christ, that you're not thinking about, what's some, some of these other movies they came up with? Um, Jesus Christ, the super, super, um, what, what, what's, what's some other movies we got here where they depict, um, Left Behind, is, is, is he in Left Behind? Um, Left Behind. No, he's not. I'm trying to, I can't, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm far removed from the, um, famous Christian movies that then came out. I know about Passion of the Christ, but it was some other ones before Passion of Christ. Now, Passion of Christ took the crown as far as um, what's that movie, that series that um, that uh, oh yeah, my wife ain't finna like this. The Chosen. Chosen. Y'all seen that series, The Chosen? (laughs) Pray for. Have y'all seen that series? It's a series called The Chosen. Yeah. The Chosen. Anybody familiar with that one? Anybody familiar with the chosen? So check this out. I got no profit about depression. Jonah. 
So, so the images when you when you're thinking about our Lord and Savior, I pray anybody ain't thinking about the false image, the fake image, the demonic image of white Jesus. That's no that's no more realer than Spider Man or Batman. All right. But the real black Messiah, the Christ that this Bible is speaking of, do y'all think that he was depressed? And a lot of times, again, like I said, with all these great theologians and, 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 and leaders and all their multitude years of understanding and how we try to make humanize Christ to so many other things, but we never hear, put them to this right here. Even though the scriptures speak on it as clear as day. Our Lord and Savior had depression. He had depression. What you talking about, Ryan? Um, the book of Mark. Chapter 13, I want you to jump down to verse, let's get straight to it, verse, it's a whole lot I want to read before that, but that'll take us too far away from what we're talking about. Give me verse 33. The book of St. Mark, chapter 13 and verse 33, take heed, take ye heed, watch and pray, for ye know not when the time is. Mm-hmm. For you know what? I'm sorry. Not 13. 14. Forgive me. Forgive me. I'm, I'm saying the wrong thing, but I'm looking at, at, at the right thing. Chapter 14. Please forgive me. Verse 34. The book of St. Mark, uh, chapter 14 and verse 34. And saith unto them, my soul is exceedingly sorrowful unto death. Tarry ye here and watch. And he went forth a little and fell on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. So before Christ was taken away by the soldiers, he was in, I believe this was the garden of, of I can't never pronounce this word right. Say it on the mic for me. Gethsemane. 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 Right? He's in the garden of Gethsemane. Let me start a little bit higher. Um, verse 32. Call and read it. The book of St. Mark 14 and 32. Listen good. And they came to a place which was named Gethsemane. And he saith, he saith to his disciples, He wasn't by himself. Sit ye here while I shall pray. Sit right here. I'm about to go and pray. Watch this. Listen and, good. And he take it with him, Peter and James and John. I just told y'all he wasn't by himself, right? He took with him who? Peter. He took Peter because Peter was next to be what? The leader after him. Peter need to see this. John, James and John was his closest best friends. They needed to see this and comprehend this. What did they need to see and learn from the Lord and Savior? Call and read it. The book of St. Mark 14 and, and 33. 
and he talk and he taketh with him Peter and James and John and began to be sore amazed. And Christ began to be sore amazed and to be very heavy. And to be heavy. What happened right there? When Christ was able to get with the with, with Peter, the next leader on the come behind him, and get with his his close friends, what happened at the end of that verse? Help me out. Because the other Christ had a whole Christ role with with, with, with disciples. He had a, he had a, a, a crew with him. But they didn't see this right here. They didn't see this part of our Lord and Savior. What happened at the end of that verse? A verse um thirty three. Once he got around the folks that he felt safest with. And to be very heavy. I don't know. I don't know around me. I don't, I don't know what. It, read the next verse. Finish. Show you what what what, what he uh, showed them. And saith unto them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful. My unto soul death. is exceedingly sorrowful unto death. Tarry ye here and watch. I'm feeling depressed. Stay here with me. Stand by my side for a second. I'm going through it. What Christ going through? Christ knew he's going to die. Now, I know for the most part, a lot of us ain't never been, um, we done had no near-death experience, women who done had babies. I know they said um, that, process is a near death experience um so they understand what something near death i don't know some folks been real sick where they've been sick almost to death okay but i want y'all to tap in real quick try and for a second put down that 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 strong defense take the cape off for a minute brother take the cape off sister you don't have to be superman superwoman in this moment for one moment, please. Put yourself there. How would you feel if you knew that you was about to die tomorrow? For sure. Guaranteed. Ain't no go pass, go collect $200. You are out of here tomorrow. What would your mental be like? What would your mental be, be like? I always start off saying, uh, reading Romans 15 and 4, whatsoever things written aforetime, it was written for our learning. That we through patience and comfort of the scriptures, we really ain't, ain't pulling out this Bible, what's there? This Bible is a dangerous book. For the most part, a lot of our folks is only using it to manipulate and, and, and get financial gain from it. But this Bible is, a, is also a mental health master book. Look at this right here. It says, and call and read the book of Mark. 
Mark uh, 14 and 30. Give me verse 33 and 34 together. And 30, Mark 14 and 33. And he taketh with him Peter and James and John and began to be sore amazed and to be very heavy. So and his whole continence changed. When he was a friend of 12 and everybody else that, that was rolling with him, he was strong. He was Christ. He was that guy. But when he got to his safe space around those that he really felt the connection to, they saw what he was really going through. And then he, maybe they couldn't interpret what, how he was looking or I think I see something. I'm not too sure on what I'm seeing. He then made confirmed what their suspicions were. It, it says what? In, in verse 30, 34? And he be, and began to be sore amazed and to be very heavy and said unto them, My soul is exceedingly sore for unto death. Tarry ye here and watch. He said, man, hey, look. I'm depressed. That's what exceeding sorrowful is. It ain't normal sorrowful. Exceeding me, it's beyond the break. It's overwhelming. It's too much. Just the same way, man, you be feeling when things be real bad. Christ been knew how, how, how that felt. He can relate. David know about it. Many of our forefathers and four and four mothers knew all about that, just like you know about it. But watch this. He says, "Wait here with me and pray." Read on. Watch. Watch this. And he went forth a little and fell on the ground. And hold on. He went forth a little and fell on the ground. Read. And prayed that if it were possible, the the hour might pass from him. What's going on in verse? To the 35. Come on now. Help me out, y'all. Can y'all still here and see me on, on there? Am I still alive? Is, it, is everybody still here? I see the numbers in the corner. What's going on in verse 35? What's going from 33 to 35? What's going on? Can we process it? Can we digest it? Can we get past that? We're the only, that, that, that it's not just you going through it. You're talking about the guy who, who raised people from the dead. Who fed multitudes? Who healed people on the regular? Who had power? That's a lot different from everybody else. David didn't have no power like that. Job didn't have no power like that. Our forefathers and foremothers didn't have power like that. With all this power inside of him and capability of doing things, you mean to tell me Christ also was depressed? Yes. So don't think that it's unique to you, brother. Unique to you, sister. 
It'll happen. But how do we over? And we're going to get to overcoming this stuff. We're going to get to some healing scriptures. But you can't look down on yourself no more, brother. You can't look down on yourself no more, sister. If the most strongest folks in the world, who is showing in King David? Who is showing in Christ? And they went through it. They had depression. They overcame it too, just like you is. So he said what? He said in verse um, 35, and he went forward a little a little, and fell on the ground and prayed. Hey, Mosai, is, is it another way we can go about this? Is this the only solution to this issue? Because, you know, I kind of like being alive. I don't want no thorns stuck inside my skull. I don't want to be walking all around the place and getting beat on my back and carrying the cross. I don't want to get spit on. I don't want folks to cuss me out. I don't want to hang, get nails um, put in my hand and my feet. I don't want to hang in the sun bruised up, bleeding. I'm scared of that. I'm terrified of that. That was the issue Christ had before him. And you think that didn't cause depression on him? <laughs> you don't think that caused depression on him? But look what happened. Because all of our forefathers, our, our foremothers in the scriptures, they would convey their feelings and their emotions. And after they unpacked that, the next thing they did was what? Try to find that positiveness and hold on to it. Look what happened in verse 36. Read. And he said, uh, Abba, Father, all things are possible unto thee. Take away this cup from me. Nevertheless, not what I will, but what, but what thou wilt. So he said, Father, if you can, if you can come up with another plan, Please do so. But let your will be done. And Christ went back and forth with this as you read on all that night to late to, to the wee hours of the morning. Did we read earlier about David saying that he couldn't sleep? Ain't that happen when you, when you be stressed out, it's hard for you to sleep. Some folks are able to sleep, but they sleep, they overly sleep. So it, it can be reversed. Some folks um, can overly sleep when they depressed and stressed out, and some folks can't sleep at all. Christ was up, pacing, stressing, repeating to the Most High. Is it another way? Is this the only solution before me and was getting upset that his closest his closest friend um, James and John they wouldn't stand away they was there or, 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 or he wouldn't turn around and say why the hell y'all falling asleep <laughs> I'm going through it right now I'm going through it y'all tired and y'all tired and sleepy 
You ain't ever been 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 stressed or depressed, and you start kind of lashing out a little bit on the ones around you. You can't tell me this Bible ain't no true book. You can't tell me the Bible ain't a true book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Folks say whatever they want to say. Whatever. Okay, you feel that way. You done done great. The Bible's a true book. So check this out. Give me Luke. Luke Luke um, was able to get a little bit more deeper into what Christ was really, really going through in that moment. Um, Luke chapter 22. Hey, happy Sabbath to everybody that's tapping in. I see a lot of um, comments, folks come, coming in. Hey, happy Sabbath. To everybody coming in, um, who, who we got up here? Princess of the Highest, uh, Shabbat Shalom. Um, Judah's in the building. We got Law Keeper in the building. Uh, Shabbat Shalom to everybody. Happy Sabbath to you. Um, we're in the book of Luke, chapter 22. Let me see what verse we want to start at. Um, start at verse 39. We don't read from verse 39 to 44. The book of St. Luke, uh, chapter 22, verse 39. And he came out and went, as he was wont, to the Mount of Olives, and his disciples also followed him. And when he was at the place, he said unto them, Pray that ye enter not into temptation. Mm -hmm. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's cast, and kneeled down. And pray, saying, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. So Luke was recording what was told to him because Luke wasn't there. He was um, and with them. But remember, Christ um, and the encounter Mark, he separated himself from the main crew to his close, the, um, the close, his close ones uh, um, that was in the group with him. He wasn't real tight with everybody. You know what I'm saying? And that's another thing we had to learn. It's certain levels of relationships. It's certain, it ain't that we ain't cool and you ain't my homie. It's certain folks I'm more close to than other. That's That wasn't looked at as a bad thing or something to be hated on. You still my mans. You still, you know, you still my girl. But this person is a little bit closer to me. And didn't nobody else feel a way about that either. It, it was what, what, what it was, right? But I want y'all to look at verse 43. Check this out. And there appeared an angel unto him from heaven, straight uh, strengthening him. So Christ was going through it so much. Look who showed up. It's like, hold on, wait a minute. We got to hope. I want y'all to look and pick the picture real quick. This is the son of God. Contrary to what they see down here on earth. He going through it. He conveying things that, guess what? They never seen before. You think the angels wasn't feeling a certain kind of way? 
Yeah, they knew this was prophecy. We we know about um Isaiah five and all of how it, it, it was prophesied for for him to go through this for the nation. But look, the angels. Hold on, wait a minute. So hold on. We got to try and help him out a little bit here. Read verse forty three again. And there appeared. Now remember, Christ wasn't alone. Peter. James and John was there. A little bit further from him was the rest of the disciples. He wasn't there out there by himself per se. He had some what we'll call today support. Peter, James, and John was was, um, right there to be his most closest support. And they kept falling asleep. They, they, it's, it's late, Christ. We usually in the bed by this time. Come on, man. They really couldn't understand the gravity of knowing, you know, this dude about to be put to death real bad. Real bad. But look at verse 44. Call and read it real, real quick. St. Luke uh, 22 and, and 44. And being a agony, he prayed more. It says, and being in agony. And being in agony. And being in agony. Agony is pain. Agony is pain. Agony is pain. The angels have never seen Christ in pain. He's the son of God. What you mean? He in pain. Who needs to be hurt? He don't supposed to be hurting. It says, it says what? And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. And his sweat was, as it were, great drops of blood falling down to the ground. Why is this in the Bible for? Everything written the fourth time was written for our learning. I said based on the picture that you were painting when reading that inner battle within himself he want to beg the most how to take it away from him but his, your will be done uh, and in obedience he's conveying so inner battle he's conveying some heavy emotions that, that the most high had written for our learning Christ was depressed Christ was depressed. Brothers and sisters know about agony. Agony ain't a common word that we use in, in, in the so-called black community. But layman terms for agony is pain. We know what it is to be in pain. We know what pain feel like. Tooth pain, pregnancy pain, broke ankle pain, um, cut pain, bullet pain. We know what pain feel like. Losing life pain. Being backstabbed pain. But it said Christ was in agony. Right? He was in agony. And prayed even harder. And his sweat. Now it's one thing to sweat. Right? And you wonder why is they honing in on his sweat and comparing it to blood falling on the ground? 
Because it, it was a sweat from you doing a workout. It's a different kind of sweat when you in fear and you stressed out and you depressed. It's different. It had to be identified differently. And it was so different, it had to be mentioned. It, it was unique. And what, I didn't seen sweat before. What kind of sweat is coming from him? That depression sweat? That stressed out sweat? He been there. Just like you been there. Just like I been there. But what did he say um, after that though? He still told the father let his will be done. And the will of the father was for that prophecy that we read in Isaiah to be fulfilled. But I'm dying for the nation of Israel. We understand that? So let's get into some healing scriptures, can we? Um, let me see. Proverbs 15, 13. Let's get into to some remedies. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 30. So let's get in. So I, I want you now, your notes, to... Um, titled it Healing Scriptures. These are scriptures that you can tap in. I touched on a few earlier already, but these are, are, are the specific ones um, going into some healing, all right? So let's make sure we write this stuff down. We talked about the bad enough, right? Let's start finding some solutions, some, some remedies, some healing, right? Proverbs 15, 13. Listen good. The book of Proverbs, chapter 15 and verse 13. A merry heart maketh a cheerful countenance, but by sorrow of the heart, the spirit is broken. So one of the remedies says a merry heart. Remember, the heart is a mind. A merry mind maketh a cheerful countenance. So you know when you look at a person, you can tell when somebody angry for the most part. You can tell when somebody sad. You can tell when somebody happy and feeling good. Their disposition, their, 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 their vibe, their aura, their continence. You can tell. The Lord said, well, hey, when you change the way that you are thinking and processing things, it's going to manifest in the way you look. You stressed out, start getting lines, you know, um, you're getting bags under your eyes. You look bad. But when folks are feeling good, they look like they feel good. So it's important to get, get to that place. Now, some of this, you um, those some folks will be able to accomplish these, these solutions solo. They don't need no help. But some folks might need a little assistance, a little um aid to get the ball rolling through some therapy. Neither process is wrong. Both solutions are right solutions, brothers and sisters. It says, um, fifteen verse thirteen: a merry, a merry heart make it a cheerful countenance, but by sorrow of the heart, the spirit is broken. So, if you do well, you keep your mind in that depressed state; it can kill you. So, you have to make yourself. Like, I, 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 I want to say this again. 
You have to make yourself feel better. Whether solo dolo or you got to do it through therapy, but you have to get your mind to a place where it's better. You have to. You can't stay in the state that you're in, brother and sister. Watch this. From there, go to um, stay in Proverbs. Give me 17, verse 22. Watch this. The book of Proverbs, uh, uh, chapter 17 and verse 22. A merry heart doeth good like a medicine. It's like medicine. It's like medicine. It will be medicine to your mind. That's when you have to get your mental health together. You will see a difference. Your spouse will see a difference. Your kids will see a difference. Those that are in close proximity association to you will see a difference. Don't you want to be different for for your nation? I'm going to say it again. Don't you want to be different for your nation? Yes, you do. Of course we do. Uh, from there, go to um, Nehemiah. Nehemiah chapter 8, give me verse 10. Give me Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10. We have to understand this real quick. Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10. There you go. The book of Nehemiah, uh, chapter 8, and verse 10. Then he said unto them, Go your way, eat the fat, and drink the sweet. And send portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared. For this day is holy unto our Lord. Neither be ye sorry, for the joy of the Lord is your strength. Read the last part again. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. What do you mean with the joy of the Lord? What's the joy of the Lord? These scriptures. Scriptures that, not just random scriptures, scriptures that relate to you. You're not taking um, high blood pressure medication if you have HIV. I don't think that was. No, I ain't sure now. If I'm wrong about that, I'm speaking from ignorance. <laughs> but certain medication that they use for specific um, illnesses. Okay? For specific illnesses. You have to find specific scriptures for what you are going through. And let those be the medicine for you. It's certain scriptures that I like, that I read them that make me feel better. But certain, a, a, a nice amount of people don't have this because you don't read. Again, brothers and sisters, the Bible is important. It's going to do what it's supposed to do if you allow it. If you allow it. Watch this. So from there, um, that's the whole thing on Nehemiah. Enjoy the Lord your strength. Yes, it is. Um, jump to Ecclesiastes in the Bible. Ecclesiastes in the Bible. Give me chapter 2, verse 26. The book of Ecclesiastes in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, chapter 2 and verse 26. We're talking about healing scriptures for depression. For God giveth to a man that is good in his sight wisdom mm-hmm. and knowledge. And joy. So the Lord, the Most High, is the author. He gives out wisdom. He gives out knowledge, and he gives out joy. 
Joy is an emotion that we all need. We all need joy. You will be amazed how often joy is mentioned in the scriptures. It's the second fruit of the spirit. It's the second fruit of the spirit. Joy is very important to your mental health. I'm going to say it again. Joy, J-O-Y, is very, and I ain't talking about some some woman named Joy. <laughs> I'm sorry, my man. When I was on, we're talking about the joy the Bible is talking about in the Bible, all right? Joy is very necessary to your, your spiritual growth and your mental health. Understand that. Read on. Where's you at? Uh, Ecclesiastes in the Bible 2 and 26. Mm-hmm. For God gave it to a man that is good and his sight, wisdom and knowledge and joy. And joy. That comes from the Most High. So in your prayers, man, be, be, um, put joy in your vocabulary. As the Most High said, Most High, I need some joy. I read about it. It's mentioned too many times in the Bible. It's the second fruit of the Spirit. I need you to give me some joy. It's necessary. From there, go to um, Second Ezra, chapter sixteen. Let me look at it real quick. Is that what I want? Yeah, Second Ezra, chapter sixteen. Start at verse 73. The book of 2nd Ezra chapter 16 and verse 73. Then they then shall they be known who are my chosen. Then shall they be known who are my chosen. Read. And they shall be tried as the gold in the fire. And they shall be tried as gold in the fire. They shall be tried as gold in the David went through things. Jesus Christ went through things. Now I mention your name. You're gonna go through things too. That's that's a part of being the chosen. That's a part of being the chosen. That's a part of being the chosen. Read on. Hear, O ye, my my beloved, said the Lord. Behold, the days of trouble are at hand, but I will deliver you from the same. Days of trouble going to come, but I got you. Bad times are going to come and happen, but I got you. That's how forefathers was able to say that, um, oh, man, um, for all things work together to the good of them and love the Lord are called according to their purpose. They understood that all things were going to work together for the good. Bad stuff is going to happen, but at the end of it, I'm going to be all right. It might be bad. Might be for a little long. But when it's all said and done, I'm going to come out on top. All right. Our forefathers understood that. The thing is, we have to accept that and understand it. Watch this. Read on. 
Be ye not afraid, neither doubt. Hold on, say what? Be ye not afraid, neither doubt. Read again. Be ye not afraid, neither doubt. That's where depression, the, 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 the depression resides right there in being afraid and doubt. The Lord said he ain't giving us no spirit of fear. But there's a whole lot of fear in that depression. A whole lot of doubt in that depression. When the most I said what? Be be ye not afraid, neither doubt. Why? For God is your guide. Because he got you. I don't care what folks talk about. Like I said, you better watch me, but you better be mindful um, of the people that you listen to. Because a lot of folks push a lot of doubt doctrines. Doubt messages. You, 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 you don't realize that at the end of that lesson, you have less doubt in God and more um faith and more um belief in white supremacy and the white man and everybody else is more powerful than God. You have to be mindful. Watch the video. Watch the different clips of, of, of different folks talking about. A lot of folks put, put the Bible down, demonize the Bible, demonize God, demonize folks who believe in God, believe in the Bible. So be it. Everybody has an opinion. It don't make it fact. Everybody has an opinion. But it don't make it true. Call and read that verse one more time. The book of Second Ezra, chapter 16, and verse 75. Be ye not afraid, neither doubt, for God is your guide. Man, don't be, don't be afraid. Don't have no doubt in your mind. The most I got you. How do I know that he has me? What's, what, how can I confirm that the most I got me? Read. <clears throat> and the guide of them who keep my commandments. Because I'm, I'm keeping his commandments. That's how I know he got me. I know again because he said that if I do this, this, that, and the third, the commandments, that he wouldn't hold no good thing from me. That's in the Bible. That's his word. Now, if, if you don't believe that, I mean, you believe God is a liar. When has he ever lied? Oh, he finna start lying when it come to you. He ain't never lied. He, he didn't lie with David. He didn't lie with Christ. He, no, 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 nobody nowhere he done lied to. That's why I didn't doubt because he ain't a liar like we are or we can be. He not. So guess what? Our faith got to be on that. Like our forefathers faith was on that. At the end of the day, it's going to be all good. I, I know the most high got me. I know at the end of the day, all things going to work together for the good because I'm doing the commandments. The commandments is the key part that I must be doing for my outcome to end positively. So don't minimize the keeping of God's laws. Keep all the weight and value and respect on you being obedient to God's commandments. Because everybody ain't doing it. That's why the Most High ain't defending them. That's why the end of the outcome isn't for their good. You have to keep up your end of the bargain. He's going to keep up his. But that don't mean you ain't going to go through things. That don't mean you ain't going to feel a certain way behind going through those various things. You have, to, uh, you, have, you have to understand how to process this stuff. Biblically. So watch this. Read, read, read on. 
Is that in um is is reverse seventy six one more time and we finna move on. And the God of them who keep my commandments and precepts, saith the Lord God, mm-hmm. let not your sins weight you down. He said what? Let not your sins weight you down. He said what? Let your let not your sins weight you Don't down. Don't let this stuff weigh you down. Don't dwell on it. It happened. Get all that emotion and stuff out your system, off your chest. Go through that process of it. Then you got to move on. Read on. And let not your iniquities lift up themselves. And let not your sins lift up themselves. Don't, don't, Don't become prideful. Don't become delusional. Be realistic. Acknowledge for, for acknowledge it for what it is. The most high got you. If you keep your end of the bargain up. Everybody don't believe that. They don't have to. They ain't you. It boiled down, do you believe it? And if you believe it, act accordingly. If you believe it, act accordingly. So from now. Um, Sirach. Give me Sirach. I want Sirach 33, verse 14. Sirach 33, 14. We're still going through healing scriptures. I have a lot of them. Sirach 33, verse 14. Let's go. The book of Ecclesiastes in the Apocrypha, chapter, uh, chapter 33, and verse 14. Mm-hmm. Good is set against evil. Mm-hmm. And life against death. Mm-hmm. So is the godly against the sinner. Mm. And the sinner against the godly. It said good is set against evil. Life against death. So is the godly against the sinner. And the sinner against the godly. Read. <clears throat> so look upon all the works of the most high. Mm-hmm. And there are two and two. One against another. So look upon all the works of the most high. So what is you talking about? What is it? It's it's. It's always some good and bad that can happen. That duality exists. You see that in the world without the Bible. Close the Bible up. You see that in the world every day. Good and bad things happen. Good and bad things happen to David. Good and bad things happen to Job. Now put your name there. Good and bad things is going to happen to you too. You ain't no different. And you're going to overcome it like everybody else did too. That's the biggest part. You're going to overcome it. So watch this. Um, Is that all that verse? Yes, it is. Go to, um, I missed this one in Psalms. Psalms 119. It's a whole lot of Psalms 119. Um, Psalms 119. Did I read this earlier? Psalms 119, um, verse 92. Mm, no. Yeah, Psalms 119. Give me verse 92 and 93. The book of Psalms, or chapter 119 verse, and verse 92. Unless thy law have been my delight. So we have to make sure the laws of God is our delight. I know a lot of folks is... Coming up with different doctrines, they diminishing the laws that that's clear in the Bible. They, they it ain't that important, or you can do so be it. Whatever they're talking about, it, it boils down to what you believe and what you're gonna do. 
as it is written, so we're justified in our sins. A million folks got a million different ways and thinking and interpreting. It boils down. What do you believe in what you're going to do? According to the scripture says, unless thy law had been my delight. Remember, Deuteronomy 28 shows the after effects of not making God's laws a delight. We saw what happened with us not really giving a damn about the laws of God. For those who still believe that, some folks then walked away from that narrative as well. But verse 92, again. Unless thy law had been my delights, I should then have perished in my affliction. Uh-huh. I will never forget thy precepts, for with them thou hast quickened me. So it says, unless thy law had been my delight. I should have perished in my affliction. So he understood that because the laws was a delight to me, my afflictions ain't going to overcome me because I'm keeping the commandments. And me keeping the commandments, that makes the positive things have to happen. Does that make sense? So watch this. David understood. All our forefathers understood that. Now, a lot of them didn't obey and they got jacked up. We see the consequences of, of them not following what they supposed to have been doing. But those that did follow, look at the results. We have to highlight the results of being obedient. Watch this. Go to... um. Did I read Romans 8 to 28? Mm, nope. I, I got so many scriptures, I, I'm looking, I ain't checking this stuff off. Romans 8, 28. Let's go there real quick. For some reason, I thought I quoted that earlier, but maybe I didn't. Happy Sabbath to everybody that's, that's, that's still ch- chiming in. If you can, share the um, the video. Bare minimum, like it if if, if you're getting any kind of exhortation, edification out of it. Um, the book of eight twenty eight. The book of Romans, chapter eight, and verse twenty eight. Yeah. And we know that all things work together. I quoted it. I, I didn't. I didn't read it from the Bible. I did quote quote this earlier. This is where it is in the Bible. Romans eight twenty eight. Read it loud and clear. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. To them who are the called according to his purpose. So it says, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. How do we show that we love God? By the keeping of his commandments. That's how we show we love. We, we We don't show love to God by just saying, I love God. I love the most high. No, he wants some actions behind that statement. He wants some actions behind that statement. It says, and we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. So we know that if we're loving God, keep the commandments, whatever trials and tribulation come upon us, at the end of it, it's going to be all good. He said, and we know You have to get your faith there, brother. Your faith there, sister. Where you know 
I don't care what the new doctrine is, what the new um, ideology is, or what the new wave of, of, uh, of defaming the Bible is. I know if I do this, this right here has to happen. That's the cause and effect. If I keep God's laws, the positive thing got to happen at the end of this bad thing that's currently happening. Our forefathers understood that and couldn't nobody shake them on that. We got to get there. And sometimes you might need a little therapy to get you there. A lot of folks will be able to achieve that solo by applying and going through the process themselves. Some folks may need a little assistance to get the ball rolling. Neither process is wrong. So watch this from there. Um, did we read Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes 1? Mm. I don't think we did. Ecclesiastes 1. Where up in my apocrypha? Ecclesiastes 1, chapter 1, in the apocrypha. Let me look at it. Give me verse, um, start at verse 11, just 11 through 13, straight to the point. The book of Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes, cause. Happy Sabbath to everybody. In the Apocrypha, chapter 1 and verse 11. The fear of the Lord is honor and glory and gladness and a crown of rejoicing. The fear of the Lord. Remember, when you fear God, you do what? You respect them, you obey. You keep the commandments. That fear translates to plainly the keeping of the commandments. All right? It says, The fear of the Lord make it the merry heart and give it joy, gladness, and a long life. Read on. <clears throat> the fear of the Lord maketh a merry heart, a given joy, a and gladness, and a long life. Mm-hmm. Whoso feareth the Lord... It shall go well with him at the last, and he shall find favor in the day of his death. Whoso feareth the Lord, it shall. That's When I see shall, I, see, I think it's a for show. It's a guarantee. It says, whosoever feareth the Lord, it shall go well with him at the last. That's how we got a Romans 8 to the 28. They understood that all things are going to work together for the good. Where did you get that from? When Ecclesiasticus um, on 1 um, verse 13, Whoso feared the Lord, it shall go well with him at the last. The outcome is going to be exactly what you need it to be. Second Ezra, chapter 8, verse 27. And I got some videos I want to share with y'all. Bear with me. I gotta, I gotta unpack the 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 the, the core medicine, which is the scriptures. We gotta unpack the core medicine first. The scriptures. Um, Second Ezra chapter eight, verse twenty-seven. Make sure y'all writing these down. The book of Second Ezra chapter eight and verse twenty-seven. Regard not the wicked inventions of the heathen. But the desire of those that keep thy testimonies and afflictions. I, I, I hope y'all are listening good to this. Read it again. Call it read it nice and slow for me again. The book of Second Ezra chapter eight and verse twenty-seven. Mm-hmm. Regard not the wicked inventions. Don't give a damn about what the wicked folks are doing. What they teaching. 
their philosophy, their ideology, their perception on things, their views on things, their opinions. Everybody got an opinion. Does it make it fact? Does it make it true? A lot of us got opinions. That's how we feel. But is it a fact? Our forefathers said, regard not the wicked inventions of the heathen, but what? But the desire of those that keep thy testimonies and afflictions. But let's look to our forefathers, our ancestors, who did what? Kept the testimonies in affliction. Because that's what we're trying to do. Keep these commandments in the midst of whatever afflictions we might come up with. For the real ones that ain't being fake and in front or front and faking, we want to be able to be there. We want to be able to uh, keep thy testimonies in affliction. Some folks, again, can't perform this solo dolo. They, they can figure this out. Some folks might need a little bit of help, might need some therapy. Neither process is wrong. Both of them is right. From there, I want you to go to, um, go back to Ecclesiasticus. Chapter, I think I read this. I think some of this stuff I got wrote down. 33. Did we read 33 and 1? No, we did not. 33, give me verse 1 through 3. The book of Ecclesiastes and the Apocrypha, chapter 33 and verse 1. There shall no evil happen unto him that feareth the Lord. Read again. There shall no evil happen unto him that feareth the Lord. So some of y'all be like, man, hey, some bad things happened to me and I'm keeping the commandments. This happened, that happened. Hey, I'm keeping God's laws the best of my ability and my best of my knowledge. And this happened and that happened. Things happened to David too. Things happened to Job. Things happened to um, a, a lot of our forefathers and foremothers. What make you so different? What make you think that you that 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 you are so precious that you don't supposed to go through nothing? Yeah, you don't go through things, man. You don't have some depression. You don't overcome it, just like our forefathers and foremothers did, like our ancestors did, right? Read on. <clears throat> Call and read it again. The book of Ecclesiasticus in the Apocrypha, chapter thirty-three and verse two. Listen good. A wise man hateth not the law. 33 verse 1. The book of Ecclesiastes in the Apocrypha, chapter 33 and verse 1. There shall no evil happen unto him that feareth the Lord, but in temptation, even again, he will deliver him. The Most High going to deliver you again. It's all through the Bible. It boils down to what you believe. You don't believe what the Most High say he got you? Just keep doing your part? Or you just done dwell on the bad stuff forever? The choice is yours, brother. The choice is yours, sister. Read on. Verse 2. A wise man hateth not the law. Read again. A wise man hateth not the law. Read again. A wise man hateth not the law. Some of y'all have to get past looks and 
titles and names to really define what makes a person wise. Again, we have to be mindful of lessons that at the end of it make you have less faith in God and more faith in everybody else outside of God. Put more power in the hands of everybody else outside of God and less in the hand of the Most High. That diminish God laws, minimalize God laws. The hell, don't even talk about God's laws. It says a wise man, what? A wise man hate a wise man hateth not the law. So a wise man ain't gonna teach you to hate God's laws. A wise man ain't gonna teach you to um manipulate or to um misuse God's laws. That's what a wise prayer, a person that does that ain't wise. According to the scriptures, read on. But he that is an hypocrite. See, that's the, the that's the title. Y'all gotta give folks their proper title around here. The Bible is very clear. You have to be clear, brother. You have to be clear, sister, and stay clear. Not be clear today and confused tomorrow. Be 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 um clear today and tomorrow, then confused next week. You have to be clear. It says a hypocrite. What? Therein, uh, there, therein is as a ship in a storm. It's unstable, up and down. Always got a new doctrine. Always changing stuff around. Always um fitting things to fit their narrative and their agenda. Be mindful. Read on. A man of understanding trusteth in the law. Read that again. A man of understanding trusteth in the law. A man of understanding trusts in the law. They're not going to pick up the commandments and put it down according to their pleasure, their will. Read. And the law is faithful unto him as an oracle. And God's laws is faithful unto him. That's how we know that if I do my part, the most high undo his part. The most high is faithful. He ain't a liar. So if I make sure, even though it might not be comfortable, even though it might be pleasable to act totally different, if I stay in the spirit, my outcome is going to be on point. Let the most high do his part. Watch this. That's it on that verse. That's three. Yes, it is. Um, from there, let's go to James. Let's go to the book of James. Let's go to the book of James. Give me James chapter 1 verse 1. Give me, um, we're going to read verse 1 through 8 real quick. We're still dealing with healing scriptures. I got a whole bunch of them. I ain't got two or three. I ain't got ten. I got a whole bunch of them. I, I, I want to give you more than enough to pick and choose from for, 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 to, to be able to heal your situation. The book of James, chapter 1, verse 1. Mm-hmm. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes which I scatter abroad, greeting. My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into diverse temptations. Now, again, that's easier said than done. When we catching hell, ain't nobody happy about going through hell. We have to get there. I don't know nobody that's happy to be catching hell. 
Oh, I'm so happy my car broke down. Oh, I'm so happy the engine popped. I'm so happy the brakes broke. I'm so happy my rent went up. I'm so happy that all my bills went up. I'm so happy to be in debt. Ain't nobody happy about the stuff. I'm so happy food is high. I'm so happy gas is $7. My Lord. Nobody ain't happy about this crazy stuff going on. I'm so happy I lost my job. I'm so happy that my, I was, ain't nobody happy about none of this stuff. But it says what in that verse again? <clears throat> my brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into diverse temptations. When you got different things, different trials, different tribulations happening, read. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Knowing that the trying of your faith worketh patience. The trying of your faith worketh patience. Patience. Read. But let patience have her perfect work. But let patience have her perfect work. You got to go through, through the process, brother. You got to go through the process, sister. Read. That ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Read on. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberty, mm-hmm. and up and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. Read on. But let him acteth in faith, nothing wavering. For he that is for he that waver that wavereth is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. Mm-hmm. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double minded man is unstable in all his ways. So you gotta make sure that you're not a hypocrite, brother, sister. If you believe in the most high believe in him. Do what he say do. Go through the process. And watch what you read become true in your life. Everybody else might not believe that. So what? That's them. We're talking about you. What are you going to believe? What are you going to do about it? Is you don't go, is, is you don't um, 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 go over these healing scriptures over and over. Is you don't sort through them and find what connects with your spirit. And go over these uh, um, over and over again as much as needed for for, for yourself. Is if you need more, is you don't want to go and reach out and get therapy, or is you worried about what somebody else see, or think, or view you? A lot of us care way too much about another person's opinion. It's a lot of things we got to fix. And it's fixable if you want to fix it, right? Um, that's it on that. On, on, that's eight, right? Go to Acts 14, 22. The book of Acts chapter 14, verse 22. The book of Acts uh, chapter 14, verse 22. Confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith and that we must go and that we must, through much tribulation, enter into the kingdom of God. So I'm letting you, brothers and let your sisters know that it's recorded in the Bible that and exhort you to continue in the faith. Some of y'all are going through things and it's hindering your faith. Because you really don't want to go and, and, and get, and, and you've been going through it so long and you're so comfortable in your mess 
that you think that's the only way you can function. You can only function being angry every day. You only can function about seeing the negative and everything. You will be amazed what kind of brother, what kind of sister you can be once you all healed up. Boy, look what you will be able to do. Look at the kind of husband your wife will get. The kind of wife your husband will get. What kind of parents your children will get. What kind of brother, sister we have for this nation. Think about it. What do that look like? Because that's what's needed. That's what we lacking. So watch this. Um, did you read Acts 14? Yeah, read Acts 14, 22 again. One, one more time for me. The book of Acts chapter 14 and verse 22. Confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith. To continue in the faith. And that we must, through much tribulation, enter into the kingdom of God. And that we must, through much tribulation, much tribulation, much tribulation, enter into the kingdom of God. A lot of folks don't believe that. So what? You don't believe it. It don't change what's written there. It don't change the truth of what's written there. It brought down to what do you believe, brother? What, what, what do you believe, sister? And how are you going to act upon your belief? Right? Um, from there, Romans. Good old book of Romans. Give me Romans chapter five. We finna dig into this this chapter five. Chapter five. Let's start at verse one. Just give me one one through five. The book, one through five. The book of Romans, uh, chapter five, verse one. Mm -hmm. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord. Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations. Who glory in tribulation? I just told you. Who happy that, that, that they had to pay a whole bunch of money for brakes or new tires? Car broke down. You had to try and get a whole other car. Who, who glory in that? Who glory in, in, in all they bills going up? Everybody done went up on everything. Who glory in that? Who happy that's going on? Who's glory in being sick? Nobody is. But we have to find a way to do that. How to still um, keep our faith intact. Keep our mental health intact. Call and read it again. The book of Romans, chapter 5 and verse 3. Listen good. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations. We glory in tribulation. Also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience. Trials and tribulation work out patience. Read. And patience. Experience and, that, and experience. That, uh, that tribulation done worked out patience and also gave you experience. I know how this feel. That feel. I've been through that. You're I, I, I know. Yeah, but, 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 but you're, you're able to relate. You're able to help somebody overcome. Read. Hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, mm -hmm. because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. And that's what our people need is hope. 
Our people need their hope. Their hope is is going into faith. A lot of our people's faith is weak because everybody fronting and faking, man. Ain't nobody relating to nothing. Those that try and tap and tap into a certain brothers and sisters to try and get some help, you find out this person don't know a damn thing, can't help you with nothing because they ain't went through their tribulation and let their tribulation work some patience and experience where they're able to help the next person. Nobody want to go through the process. But it's needed. We don't need no more fake folks. We got enough. You don't need no more friend. We got enough. We need some folks to fulfill this right here. Where's the folks with some experience? Experience do matter, don't it? Do experience still matter? Experience matters. Everybody don't know everything. Everybody can't fix things. Everybody can't. Experience matter. Let's put some respect on experience, man. Because that experience is going to give hope to that brother. Give hope to that sister. That's in need. Stay in the book of Romans. Go uh, to chapter 8. Stay in the book of Romans. Go to chapter 8. Give me verse 35 through 39. Listen good. The book of Romans, chapter 8 and verse 35. Who's, who shall uh, separate us from the love of Christ? So who's going to separate you from this truth? And the truth ain't being a part of some specific camp. The truth is knowing who, who you are. Your, 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 no, excuse me. Knowing your nationality and keeping, the, and keeping the commandments in faith of Christ. That's the truth. Always been, been, been the truth. Let me, let, let me post this up real quick. Just in case we was confused on what the truth, because some folks said it, that they are the truth. This is what the Bible says say the truth is. What is the truth? Psalms 119, 142. Thy righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and thy law is the truth. The commandments of the Lord is the truth. What is love? Love is 1 John 5 and 3. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. Never forget that. Don't let nobody hustle you, play you, clash you out of the scriptures. Um, the book of Romans, chapter eight. What I told you, I want verse thirty-five. Read, read it again. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation? Is tribulations because this tragedy happened in your life? Is you throwing in a towel? Because of what you individually went through, does that now? Diminish everything else. No. It didn't do it for our forefathers. They went through stuff and didn't throw and, and didn't throw the most high in the trash can, didn't throw the nationality in the trash can, didn't throw God's laws in the trash can. A lot of folks throwing this stuff away. Because they had a real bad experience. Don't let that be you, brother. Don't let, don't let that be, be, be you, sister. You know what that was? And experience. Here's a lesson. Did, did you learn? Yeah, we learned. Let's move on. Understand that. It says, what now? G- 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 give me verse um, 
the, the 35 again. Read, read, all, uh, read all the way through. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall, shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or pearl or, or sword? As it is written, for thy sake we are we are killed all the day long. We are accounted as sheep for the slaughter. We we seen a lot of killing of our of our people on TV. They replaying it. It's definitely on social media replaying it. A lot of folks done, done lost faith in, in 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 God, in the Most High, and everything because of what they're seeing in real time. You think Paul and them didn't see the same? What What you think the Israelites were suffering up on the Rome? I know that that's deal with history, and but we have to be able to. to this Bible is a true book. How do you think the Israelites was up under Romans? Romans are so called white folks. How do you think their lives was up under the white folks back then? It was the same thing. Ain't no difference in behavior. It's just a different time and different weather. Same behavior. But a lot of us don't 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 look that deep into nothing. We are the people of the book all day, every day. The same atrocities that was happening even here during the time of the Romans happening to us now. Same thing. Persecution. Sword killed all the day long. Is we not hearing over and over again of black folks being killed somewhere, somehow? Read on, read. <clears throat> Nay, and all these things we are more than conquerors. You see how the bad is obvious. We, we, we ain't discounting the bad. We ain't delusional about the bad. But we ain't discounting this the this solution, this promise either. We conquerors. At the end of the day, we win. At the end of the day, we win. That's the point nobody want to deal on. At the end of it, we win. It looked bad. Oh, it looked bad. It looked real bad. But we didn't know the bad was going to come. And for us Israelites, it's been bad for a long time. But we know why it's been bad for a long time. We got to do our part. And we are going to do our part. And what is our part? That's the keeping of these commandments. Not just for ourselves individually, but how we deal with our families, how we deal with our people. We don't do our part. And it's going to end up being more people doing their part than those that's faking about doing their part. The real is going gonna, is gonna to be revealed and, and, and the fakeness is going to be exposed in due time. The Most High is a mastermind in what he does. We just got to make sure we're on the right side of whatever he finna play. Watch this. Keep reading. Through him that loved us, for I am persuaded... I'm persuaded too. I bet when it's Paul, I'm with you. I'm seconding that. I'm persuaded too. That neither death, nor life, nor angels, no principalities, principalities, read, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come. We have to get there. Paul was there. We have to get there too. I don't care what pop off. Ain't nothing finna break my faith. 
Our forefathers and them saw death, murder, went through bad things, was in captivity, all the whole, all of it. And then and and didn't and it didn't diminish what the most high God is and what he prophesied to happen. Promised to happen. Read. Nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. You have to be able to say amen. Let's, let's put an amen to that. What's going on? Say amen to that. Amen. amen. Say amen to that. Know what to say amen to. Amen. So Ecclesiastes 7 and 12 in the Bible. Ecclesiastes 7 and 12. Read that for me. Do uh, you need a break, reader? Mm-mm. Okay. The book of Ecclesiastes. Tell me if you need a break, all right? Call, 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 okay. call and read. The book of Ecclesiastes chapter 7 and verse 12. For wisdom is a defense and money is a defense. Hold on. Say what again? For wisdom is a defense and money is a defense. Some places only write about the money. They ain't giving you no, no, no wisdom to defend yourself. They'll tell you all day money is defense, but 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 what about the wisdom? What you mean by the wisdom? They 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 t- again. I I, I I'm gonna mention this every time I, I I come up. I'm sorry. I'm gonna beat the dead horse until the horse ain't in front of me no more. This is wisdom right here. These things are a defense. Amen. These things are a defense. But a lot of folks got the money part. But where's but where's the other defense? The new thing that should be adding now, it should be folks um uh, um what camps are making sure their members got, got that that are that are not felons because because we're about the laws, right? How many are making sure that that their members their members have guns? Mm. That that they're properly trained with the guns. How, how, how many got is taking trips to 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 um learn how to utilize to get licensed first and foremost, and then to get weapons and get and get trained on the weapons. How many folks are doing that? Or is some of the folks t- telling you, uh, or is they pushing the same talking points of white supremacy, saying that guns are bad and not needed? I, 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 hey, um, wasn't a couple of weeks ago I showed him the Christ's disciples. His disciples had weapons on. I know, I know, folks don't want to push that because they got this. You know, they scared as hell. Christ's disciples had weapons, all of them. It's in the Bible. Matter of fact, he told you to sell some of them damn clothes and get you a weapon. That's what he said. But we ain't finna talk about that, you know. Let's keep pushing these um, white supremacist talking points. Call and read again. The book of Ecclesiastes in the Bible, chapter 7, verse 12. For wisdom is a defense. and money- Wisdom is a defense. Wisdom is a defense. Our forefathers didn't just have the Bible only. Again, Christ's disciples had swords on them. And they wasn't butter knives. They wasn't toenail um, filers. Understand that. 
When you can understand that, that'll put your mind place where uh, kind of sort of what his Bible is. And that was during the time of the Romans when when a, when, when a so-called white man was ruling the earth. Christ's disciples had swords. Along with their Bible. Smile at that. <laughs> um, um, call and read again. Um, um, Ecclesiastes 7 and 12. Read that for me. For wisdom is a defense. I know that scared a lot of y'all. Oh, Lord, you talking about guns again. My Jesus. And money is a defense. But the excellency of knowledge is that wisdom giveth life to them that have it. All praise to the most high. Go to, um, from there. I want you to go to um, Proverbs 11 and 8. Proverbs 11, verse 8. The book of Proverbs, chapter 11, and verse 8. The righteousness is delivered out of trouble, and the wicked cometh in his stead. Call and read again, I'm sorry. The book of Proverbs, chapter 11, verse 8. The righteous is delivered out of, out of trouble. All through the Bible, it reads about the Lord is going to deliver those as being righteous. What does it mean to be righteous? Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up again. This is what it means to be righteous. Thy righteousness is an everlasting righteousness, and that law is the truth. Being righteous means keeping God's laws. Being righteous means you're keeping God's commandments. Being righteous means you're keeping God's commandments to the best of your ability. You don't be delivered. He got you. The outcome is going to always be good because you're doing your part. Understand that. Read again, um, 